When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Hello to all the Marble Heads out there for this another episode of In the Marbles. I'm Matt Beamer, your ever-enduring host on this show, and alongside me as always, Preston Lude, my fearless co-host. Preston, how's it going, buddy? Fearless is a big word. It is a big word, but I think you are fearless, buddy. How's I think it going? So too. How's it going, man? Things are great. It's good seeing you, man. How's life? Busy as usual. Yeah, yeah, same here. Busy as usual, man. That's all we can have for. At least it's not dull. No, but it feels like every time i turn around there's always something happening it's true i don't know i I don't know if that's just adult life i mean i'm (laughs) i don't know why i would say it like that i'm already i'm 28 years old i mean i was (laughs) no teenager a long time ago but it seems like every year things just get busier no yeah they do man is that is that adult life yeah that's adult life that's normal You're, you're you're doing it right if it's busy if it's nothing's going on and you're just sitting on the couch playing Call of Duty all the time in your mom's basement, then you have a problem. Well, what if I was sitting on a couch? Cal- uh, what if I was sitting on the couch playing Call of Duty in my own apartment, though? Are the lights off or on? I like to keep the lights off. Yeah, you have a problem. <laughs> you might want to re- reassess your life. If there. I'm playing Call of Duty, I have to have the lights off. I have to be able to focus on the TV. I'm just saying, man. If you want to know what my personal opinion about that is, if the lights are off, it means you really got no guidance and light on your path. But if the lights are on, at least you got something going on for you. Is that why people always say I always got to put my shades on when they walk outside because my future looks bright? Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know how to answer that, but you're going to have to figure that one for yourself. But we got a great episode in store for you today. We're going to make our predictions for the 2021 playoffs for the NASCAR Cup Series. I'm excited for that. Yeah, it's good. Last week was our expectations. This week's our predictions episode, getting ready for the startup of the 2021 NASCAR Cup Series and NASCAR season in general here coming up here in less than a month at Daytona. But before we get started, I got to tell everybody something. I messed up. Oh, that's my bad. That's my bad. I'm. I, <laughs> thank you. I'm, I messed up. Okay, so a few, a couple episodes in a row, I've made comments about drivers, and one of them comes to mind about the Connor Daly episode. Oh, and we said Anthony Alfredo was going to go to the Wood Brothers car, folks. That was not right. Oh. It's Austin Sindrick who's going to the 21 Wood Brothers car in the 2022 season. Whoops. You my, know, my bad. Maple's caught that. Actually. Okay, okay. And he texted well, me maybe, about it, and and you know what? I I heard it, and then I wonder if he caught this one. It wasn't Ty Dillon who got punched in the face by Marcus Ambrose in Richmond. It was Casey Mears driving that thirteen Geico car, but it was Casey Mears who got punched in the face. So now he uh, didn't catch that one. Okay, but I caught it. My bad. That's my bad. That's my bad. <laughs> It's my bad, guys. Is that okay. going to start being used a lot now? It, well, it's going to be used once I catch it because when I'm editing, I hear it and it's like, it would sound weird if I take it out. <laughs> I just like that little bit. And That's my bad. That's my so, bad. So, my bad. My bad here on the show. I wanted to disclaimer that. Well, I, 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 I forgot to tell you when he had texted me saying that. He no, said, no. I caught it myself. And nobody oh, needed to well, tell me. Yeah. He goes, did you, did you know that? And I was like. I didn't even think about it. Until I didn't even think about it. I, I was like, oh, crap, and I need I, to go back and listen And again. then I'm driving the car, my car, and I hear it, and it's like, wait a minute, that's not right. <laughs> You're slamming the steering wheel. Don't. No, I, I didn't slam the steering wheel. It's like, well, it's done, it's done. I mean, I, I got to fix it again. At least I could come out and say, okay, I messed up, but it wasn't anything, like, crazy. <laughs> like, people didn't blow up our social media saying, hey, you idiot. That, well, yeah, you're right. So, But, hey, when that day does come, that just means that we're we've made it. I don't want to make it like that. Well, I mean, you're I'm right. just saying. I'm just no, you're saying. right. You're right. Just saying. We, but, won't, we won't be like but that, though. That was a full disclosure right there. But I wanted to do a little bit of housekeeping stuff here. We got a few announcements here. In the Marbles 2.0. Remember, folks, sign up for that. Go to inthemarbles.net under In the Marbles 2.0. It'll take you to the link to our fantasy page there at NASCAR.com. And sign up. We, don't, we got 11 signed up from last season. Season restarts here soon. So make sure to sign up. James Maples or SMR R&D. Yes, he was our indeed. He was our inaugural winner of that $100 Amazon gift card. And the prize is to be determined here. So we don't have any idea. We don't have any idea of what the prize is going to be. But sign up for that. Go ahead and sign up for that. Let's have more. Let's double it. Let's do what, do, wait, so do we don't have to re-sign up, right? No, you don't have he to re-sign up. keeps us in the league, right? Yeah, you, you keep us in the league. I checked it today. Everything's okay. good. All right. So, yeah, I was operations. So make sure to go to inthemarbles.net under inthemarbles2.0 and follow the link on the page there and it'll take you right to nascar.com and the fantasy page and sign up for that i hope some of the boys over at the unhinged sports network are going to get I'm in curious on to see if they will i think jim will jim will i know he will he's already made his voice very very clear that he wants to do that so and that's <laughs> about the only thing i have owned and stay tuned till the end of the show because we got a giveaway to tell uh, yes. you guys about and wait till the end of the show to hear about that because it's a it's a trend on Twitter here, so if you kind of know what's going on in the Twitter world, you kind of know what it kind of is, but wait till the end of the show, and we'll give details on that giveaway. Yeah. But Preston, do you have anything else? Uh, nope. All right. Well, well then, we're, a lot of news happened. Yeah. A lot of big news. 
So we're going to go ahead and get into the news of auto racing. And the news is always here and in the marbles presented by Fubo. Fubo, cut the cord with expensive satellite and cable contracts and go with Fubo. You can sign up for a seven-day free trial by going to In the Marbles Net under the Partners tab. And all the way at the bottom, there's a link to Fubo. And start your seven-day free trial, and you might just be hooked. Get all the top channels that you need for sports, entertainment, and movies and more. Fubo under the Partners tab at In the Marbles Net. Now, Preston, the hot topic of the day. Or the week. Of the week. <laughs> pre, Pre-green flag dropping. Haley Deegan in the news and not in a good way, ladies and gentlemen. In hot water after streaming iRacing, she used a slur. That's all they said. It, it, it wasn't a racial slur. No. It was a derogatory term that some deemed derogatory and some might not. And she used, it started with an R. Preston and I decided not to say it on air. Probably, no. Probably the best thing to do. No. But she said it in this, while streaming iRacing on Twitch. I wonder if she was calling another driver that. What, and I saw the video because at first when I saw the news the news break, it said Haley Deegan in hot water for using a slur on iRacing. I went, here we go. Here's another Kyle Larson. Mm-hmm. And then I watched the video, and they looked like they were, they were racing, and they were on the caution, and somebody hit her in the back. I think I just bumped her. And she said, who's the... Who bumped into me? Uh-huh. And, I, and, I, and it's tough to say. It. Who's the dummy? We'll say dummy. We'll replace the word with dummy. Right. Yeah. Who's the dummy that ran in the back of me? And that was it. You know. Still have to be careful. But see, here's my thing. And, and this brings around two kind of topics on this one. One, should NASCAR drivers, given the climate that we live in, and everybody can take things whatever they want, regardless if you think it's a bad word or not, and if you want to know what the word is, go look it up. It's, I'm, I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere out there. It's definitely on Twitter. Should NASCAR drivers even stream? Because th- this brings into question a lot. It's like, holy cow. I mean, you could say one word or you could say something, and it doesn't matter who it is. If somebody finds offense to it, odds are there's a small group of people who find offense to it, and it'll just spread. Mm-hmm. So should NASCAR drivers even stream? Or is that just grounds for thin ice? Is that thin ice? Yeah, you you have to be careful. Uh, no, yeah, you have to be careful. You have to act like nowadays that everybody's listening, everybody's watching, everybody's yeah. recording, everybody's doing something against you, and they could use anything against you. That, that's hard to say. Uh, I I think they should be allowed to stream because some people that stream that's that's a way of getting making money. I mean, yeah, that's a way. Lot, you, but I mean, you like thousands ask- and thousands of people watch you. And it's a good way to promote yourself outside of the car. Exactly. You know? I mean, it's it is the off season technically. She's probably racing, but looking for I don't know way to get herself out there. But no, not like that. Po- yeah, you make a point, man. I mean, I've used some terms when I'm racing, yeah. but not like that though. And, and, and that, well, that's <laughs> the thing too. I mean, you use a term like that, and if you I race, and you know, but I do, it's very stressful in the sense where you earn these I ratings, you earn these licenses, you earn these safety ratings. I don't know. I understand because the and Formula One game kind of is the same does thing. does the same thing. But you earn this, and then if somebody hits you, it could be 100% their fault. If you hit me in the back of the car, it's 100% your fault. Yeah. But I'd lose safety rating. I could lose a class in my license for mm-hmm. that because whatever you do on there affects everybody else. That's kind of their mindset on, on the whole safety rating thing, which I'm not a big fan of, but we're not talking about that. So I could see her frustration because I've gotten frustrated to people, too. The only problem is I'm not a famous race car driver. Right. I don't have the eyes of the world on me, and I don't stream yet. Mm-hmm. But if but if I do, you know, you got yeah, you got to mind your p's and q's. 
But I, I don't think she did it in a way like, you know, I think she just made a general term. People do that. It happens. But not that day and age. I mean, it's not like a Kyle Larson incident. She's still got to go undergo sensitivity training. Yeah. Which I think is the default for any driver right now. It's like sensitivity training, sensitivity training. And as NASCAR show, they get determined whether it's sensitive training or worthy or not. This is deemed sensitive training worthy. And it's a moment for Haley. She's an up-and-coming star in not only the world of NASCAR, but the world of auto sports. Who knows where that career is going to take her. So we'll see. I mean, did, was it, did it happen in the middle of the race? It happened under caution. Oh, I mean, it's... And it's just one of those things where, I mean, I've said 10 times worse to people when I race. Oh, I've gotten frustrated before. I was leading an online race in uh, Formula One and two laps to go. And this guy that had spun out in front of me, it was his fault that he came across me like on the second lap. And he, he hit the wall and he had to go to the pits and repair the wing and everything. He was a lap down and I was catching up to him at Belgium and... <laughs> Coming down the hill, coming up through Eau Rouge. And this guy, I just saw it, and I was just like, I don't know how I'm going to avoid this. He was going really slow. And I was like, oh, great. And he just right across the track and just took me out, and that was it. The race was over, and I was just like, oh, I was and I've had some, And I've had something like that happen to me, too, at Daytona when I was iRacing. Final lap, turn three, I'm in the lead. This guy decided to bump draft me in the corner. Nope, spun like a top and took away my first win ever. Yeah, I was. And I was so mad. I was like mad i was i and, was and, and people livid. can and people can take these video games really seriously to a point you know what i mean but at the same time it's a bummer for Haley. Mm-hmm. bummer for her sponsors bummer for her fans i think she's going to come through it better on the other side we'll see it's going to be fine it, i think it's just it, it may have just happened in the moment you know no, that it, does uh, happen it always happens in the moment so if she'll you go he, and do some security training if you hear these p drivers talk about each other. Yeah, you should hear it during the, the race. Scanners. <laughs> you should hear it Every during the race. Every driver out there is going to need sensitivity training at one point or another if NASCAR yeah. keeps that up. But exactly. no, uh, because it's streaming and she used that. I've heard 10 times worse on the radios. Listen to, we can't do it now, but listen to Clint Boyer's radio. Holy cow. Yeah. Oh, listen to Matt Crafton. That's even better. Matt Crafton's radio. Man, <laughs> he gets mad at everybody. Yeah. Okay. You got any other news, buddy? Uh, Yeah. Here, let me open it up real quick. So, Sports Business Journal tweeted out the other day. Uh, That's an Adam Stern type thing. Yeah. Uh, a couple of days ago, saying sources told were telling Adam Stern that NASCAR is looking into permanently sliding number decals back to maximize sponsorship exposure, a move that drew, I don't know what that word is, ire from fans when tested during last year's All-Star Race, but offers more creativity and consistency for sponsors. Is this a money thing now for this I, year? I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. No, I think this is. I think they're looking at doing this like full time. And they, well, I mean, they don't. I don't mind doing it during the All Star race, but I mean, they don't look bad. The cars don't look horrible. One I don't know. It just looks easy, really weird. It just looks really weird. But so did the wings and the gen, next gen or the car tomorrow. I mean, they got rid of them, thank God. But I don't know. I was actually okay with the car tomorrow when it came out the first time. I was like, well, okay. You, you know, you get used to stuff. We're going to get used to single lug nuts here next season. Yeah, that's true. We will. So there's a lot of changes coming down. I'm not willing to die on that hill or even fight on that hill if they decide, hey, we want to switch numbers around to increase sponsor exposure. Well, then okay, fine. I don't care. It'll just make it the diecast wall look more unique once I buy that car. That's all I'm going to say about that. It doesn't look bad. I mean, I like the numbers as big as they are right there. I think it's tradition. And at the same time, nah, it's, it's, it is what it is. If they do it, they do it. If they don't, they don't. It's kind of like 
I guess you can kind of compare it to, I mean, maybe NASCAR is in that kind of a financial situation that they're trying to bring more sponsors and more money into the sport by doing that because the NHL did the same thing with putting yeah. sponsors on helmets now. Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> that's more European. <laughs> well, that, that, well that, yeah, that is actually more European when you think about it. But when you think about it, I say this to NASCAR, leave it up to the owners. If they want to sell that space, let them sell that space. Okay, yeah. You know, you could do that like but that. But at the same time, it wouldn't be universal. And the whole point of the numbers is for scoring. Mm-hmm. You know, it isn't for fans, whatever. If they want to move it, fine. As long as the scorers can still see the roof of the car, who cares? Right. But, ah, it is what it is with that. I mean, it's not a hill I'm willing to die on. <laughs> it's not. All right, what else you got? Well, Toby Christie put out an article about it, and it has to do with Eldora. And the article... Uh, it's just a little quote here from the Star Trek article. It said, Tony, it's quoting Tony Stewart that said, NASCAR didn't take us off the schedule. We just didn't renew our contract. This is talking about Eldora. Mm-hmm. So NASCAR did not take Eldora off. Tony Stewart and management at Eldora decided not to renew. Wow, I wonder why. I'm assuming it has to do with SRX. Yeah, SRX could have something to do with it, but, man, that's a bummer because Eldora is a good draw for the truck series. Every I've year. always enjoyed truck series race there. Oh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun, but... yeah. Yeah, they didn't. I don't, to my recollection, they didn't race there last year because of COVID. Mm-hmm. But man, that's a bummer, man. Maybe they just saw something they didn't like. Maybe. I don't know. I, I think that's just something that maybe more will have to come out at some point. Yeah, I think more will have to come out with that one. But uh, uh, other than that, uh, Formula One, McLaren's looking at racing Formula E. They're putting in everything for that to hopefully do that in the next year or two. Formula E is a unique series, it sounds like slot cars. Yeah, just but purely it's, electric. It's interesting. It's fun to watch. I've never watched it before. It's interesting. It's an is interesting it? take on it, on racing. It's just different. I mean, it's it, same cockpit. I mean, if you put a Formula One car and a Formula E car side by side, you can probably tell the difference. Like, oh, yeah, that's this and that's that. But Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shopify presents Cool Sheets from AHA to Lying Awake While You Bake Isn't Cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Pretty interesting. They don't race crazy tracks, but it's fun. It's definitely worth a watch. 
other than that, another piece of F1, as we already talked about, with Australia pos- probably being postponed, is for sure. So yep, it is. Bahrain will be the new season opener, March the 28th. And they're bringing back Imola. Oh, nice. Second, uh, right after Bahrain. Well, it'll be eight, the 18th of April, so we'll get a two-week break. What, two weeks, I think that is? Two-week break. And Australia, last I heard, is being moved possibly to November. To, that's what I saw, too. The Chinese Grand Prix has no date still. Oh. They're just saying they're not racing yet. But they haven't completely erased it off the schedule. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> oh, and is that well? Is that all the news that you have, first of all? Yeah. That, uh, oh, and Cyril... Team principal for Renault is gone now. now. And I don't know if that was a team decision or if that was a him decision. Is, I, that, is that a good or a bad thing? Because I don't know. They've been a midfield team for the past couple of years. Maybe it is time for new blood over there. Yeah. And considering that they're switching over to Alpine. I don't know. We'll see. But, I mean, I just I found it interesting because I woke up the other day and it said that Cyril was has left Renault, but it didn't specify whether it was the team or whether it was his decision. Right. And I searched and searched and searched. I couldn't find anything. They never specified. Now, how does that affect uh, Renault? I don't, I think they're just, I think they're going to, they'll probably just find somebody within the organization to take a spot. I mean, like I said, they've been like a midfield team for the past couple of seasons. Maybe right. it's time to get somebody else in there to. Yeah. Just well, like, just like Ferrari needs to do. They need a, some new blood in there. One way or another, they need some new blood in there because <laughs> Ferrari's just horrible right now. <laughs> but before we get done with the news, are you, are you done with the news? Yeah, that was that's about it. Before we get into our playoff predictions of who makes the playoffs in 2021, Pocono Raceways podcast featuring us came out a couple days ago. Yes, it did. Listen to it. It was a good episode. And uh, Brakislawski was on there. That was very cool. If you want to go check that out, it's under our, it's on our Twitter page. If not, just reach out to us. We'll share you the episode. It's also under Apple Podcast or your podcast platforms. Just tap in Pocono Raceway, and you will find it. And folks, it is worth a listen. Yeah. Needless to say, we're going to Pocono in June. We will be there. And stay tuned because um, one of you guys might be going with us. That's right. And uh, true. if you want, if you want to go to Pocono with us, let us know and we'll tell you how to let us know. It'll be a lot of fun. And that's in June, end of June. Let us know about that, but go check that out. Go support them. They had a great, lot of great podcasts on and we were fortunate enough to be one of them. Listening to Brad Keselowski and they've said a lot of nice things about us. So thank you, Kevin, Kevin and Christy. That was literally <laughs> who it is. Kevin, Kevin and Christy. Good people over there at Pocono Raceway, but, and that we are going with them in June, but that's all the news we have. So we're going to go ahead and get into a Teespring ad and a few ads from the Unhinged Sports Network. This is In the Marbles, and we'll be right back with our 2021 playoff predictions. All right, Matt, before we move on to our next segment, I just want to remind everybody out there of our uh, online store, In the Marbles store. If you go to inthemarbles.net under the Merch tab, you can find it. Or if you just head to teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash In the Marbles, you can pick up all kinds of merch. we got T-shirts, hoodies, oh, very nice. mugs. All for the new year to get ready for the new season. That's right, man. So we want you fans out there to buy in the Marble stuff, rock it, support the show. And uh, from now until the end of January, we're running a special discount code. You want to know what that discount code is? What is the discount code? Unhinged. Oh, very nice. For 10% off, we're going to celebrate the Unhinged Sports Network and uh, the growing success that it has also. So be sure to head over to the Unhinged Sports Network and give that a like as well. But from now until the end of January, 10% off discount code Unhinged, and that's 
at teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash in the marbles or if you just head on over to our website in the marbles.net go onto the merch tab and you can find it there right away very nice All right, back here within the marbles and getting ready for our 2021 playoff predictions here. This is really the time of the season where we start looking at everything that's going on in the future and knowing that the race season is literally right around the corner. We cannot wait, and we're happy to bring it to you here at In the Marbles. And I'm going to leave it to you, Preston, just like last week. Do you want me to start or do you want to start? Uh, you can go first. Ah, thank you, buddy. I can go first this time. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. It's got so, like a stack of papers. I, I do have a stack of papers. If you're watching on YouTube, yeah, I got a stack. I'm going to assume that there's a lot of stats in there, too. Yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> That's a, come on. We've been what doing, a stupid question. This is a, I mean, not, and it's not a stupid, stupid question. It's not a stupid statement. I'm just saying this is our third season. You should know. All right. My number one pick. For the 2021 playoffs is the driver who had the most wins in 2020, zero DNFs, best average finished in his career, and is a winning combo there at Stuart Haas Racing with crew chief Rodney Childress, the number four car driven by Kevin Harvick. We'll be in there, we'll be a contender for it. Nine wins of the season in 2020, regular season champion, him, Stuart Haas Racing, Rodney Childress have something special there. It's going to be a lot of fun. He gets in on wins. And it, by the way, his average career finish of 7.33 was the best in his career since 2001. Wow. Most career wins in the season as well. He's on a hot streak. He finished fifth in the championship points. Yeah, he didn't win the championship. Some might say that's because of the quality of the championship that we have here with the playoffs, but that's neither here or there. It's done. What's done is done. Kevin Harvick's my number one pick to enter, start out the 2021 playoffs, and he's going to win it big. I'm saying he's going to win the championship, but he's going to definitely be in the playoffs with a win. He's going to get in on a win. Okay. I like that. All right. Who's your pick uh, for, so, number, for number one? Yeah, mine's hey, in no particular he, order. He doesn't have to be in any order. Uh, I have Brad Kozlowski in there. Good pick. I don't have stats, though. Oh, well, let me help you out here. He's my number three pick. Brad Kozlowski, number three pick. Him and Jeremy Bullens had a, somewhat of a good season last season. Four wins, two DNFs. Very consistent all season was Brad Kozlowski, finishing second in the championships, five points behind champion Chase Elliott. But he gets in on wins, and he might just be a contender. He might be a really solid contender here. Okay. All right, you're number two. Kevin Harvick. <laughs> Oh, okay. We already <laughs> yeah. talked about Kevin Harvick, but wh- I mean, what makes Kevin Harvick so special? And I think he's more hungry this. He's going to be more hungry this year. Well, yeah, because he's going to want to actually win that championship this time around. Yeah, nine wins and didn't win the championship. That's crazy. Almost like a Chase Briscoe in the Xfinity series. It's just yeah, one of those things. It's like the playoff. You found the chink in the playoffs armor there. This guy who has the best season doesn't win the championship. Boy, could you imagine if that was like Lewis Hamilton in F one? Has the greatest season, but doesn't win the championship somehow? I can only wish. <laughs> and we're not going to even go there. We're not talking Formula 1 today, Preston. We're talking NASCAR. <laughs> Come on. All right. My number two. My number two. Well, it's actually my number three, but it's my number two on the list. Denny Hamlin. Ah, a good one. He gets in on wins. Him and crew chief Chris Gavehart had another seller season with seven wins, one DNF. One DNF. That's 
Very, very Good. close to Kevin Harvick. Him and Kevin Harvick, Denny Hamlin and Kevin Harvick, I should say, were the two dominant cars out there all year. All the races I went to, it was either Harvick or Hamlin who won. Yeah. It started to kind of get a little old. It's, oh, yeah. Welcome to my world in Formula 1, Preston. <laughs> Just saying, buddy. So, average finish of 9.3, which was, again, matching Kevin Harvick, his best in his career. Not as good as Kevin Harvick, but he was up there finishing the top four in points. He gets in on wins as well for the 2021 season. And I, I think he's going to be just fine up there. I mean, I think out of those first three drivers, Harvick, Hamlin, and Kozlowski, Hamlin is the hungriest. So many years that he hasn't had a championship. And he doesn't want to go down in history as a Mark Martin, who's been so close so many times. Yeah. And never win the championship. And I think Hamlin's going to be hungrier this year in 2021 than he has ever been in his career. Watch out for Denny Hamlin this year. He's going to go after it. So who's your number? Who's your next one? Kyle Larson. Bold prediction, man. Now, why Kyle Larson? Why do you think? I like, I'm telling you, I think this is a rejuvenation for him right here. I think Team Hendrick is going to have that five car ready to go. Maybe, maybe not. I, mm, I think so. Oh, trust me. Don't worry. When we get down to the end of this list, you are going to be really questioning my picks. Oh, boy. I think it, it almost <laughs> sounds like you just went there going, uh, this guy, this guy, nope. this guy. Oh, nope. You, okay, so justify for me while Kyle Larson I'm is telling, on your I, list. I think, I think this just is gonna go almost through, like a new start for him. Not so I'm going to go through my list start. right now. Yeah, he's not even on my list. Really? He's not. I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm telling you. He might be a dark horse, but I don't think he's going to make the playoffs. I think he's going to make the playoffs. But, I am confident enough that Kyle Larson is making the playoffs this you, year. You did do better last year in the predictions than I did. Kyle so, Larson makes Oh, don't worry. <laughs> you just wait. Like I say, wait till you get to the end of the list, and you'll be really questioning. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, my number four pick, no surprise to anyone probably here, Kyle Busch is going to make it into the playoffs with a win. New crew chief for 2021, Ben Bishore. I okay. hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly. It wouldn't be the first time that we've messed up it, names. Well, I got a button for that now. <laughs> so Ben Bishore <laughs> is his new crew chief for 2020. Kyle Busch gets on win, in on wins. He does better than he does did la- this year with only one win. I can't believe that. One win, six DNFs. Didn't make it. Advanced through, I believe, after Texas. He didn't advance past around, if I'm not mistaken. Or the Roval. Or Martin. It, it, he didn't make it. To the final eight. So I think it was the Roval he didn't make it past, mm. if I'm not mistaken, right? I got to go back and check that out. But, folks, Galbush gets in on wins, and he does has a better season than last season. Maybe not as good as his best season. New crew chief, he's got to adjust that. The new crew chief has to adjust, I should say, to Kyle Busch and his standard for yeah. driving these cars. But looking forward to that. I'm, I'm curious to see how he'll do this next season. Kyle Busch, number four seed for me. Number five. Chase Elliott. Okay. This guy gets in on wins. A very unsurprising pick Seven road courses coming up this year. This guy's going to get on on wins. If. Now, I don't want to count on chickens before they hatch here because Chase Elliott, yes, he's a great road course driver. He's proved it time and time again. The Roval, Daytona road course, Watkins Glen. He he loves the idea that we have seven road courses this this season coming up here. But will that – Past success carry over. I think it will to a point. Will he win every road course? I don't think it'll be a seven road course sweep for Kyle no. or Chase Elliott. No. I don't think he's going to win all seven. If he does, 
It'd be a pretty amazing feat. Yeah, that would be. But at the same time, I don't expect that to happen. Circuit of America is a big question mark on everybody's list there. I think he'll be fine at Road America, the Roval, obviously. Daytona Road Course, he's going to be fine. A lot of these tracks he's been to, Circuit of America is going to be a first for NASCAR. I don't know yet. We're not there yet to see where he's at. But, yeah, I agree with you. I don't think he's going to do a clean sweep of all seven road courses. No. Not at all. No. But I think he will be competitive. I do think he will get in and on wins as well. I'll get to that when I get to him on the stat sheet. But I don't know. I still think he needs to prove himself on the ovals and win there more. And then he'll. I could say he'll be a good all-around driver. Okay. I like I like Chase Elliott's on my list too. He's just further down the list. Okay, my number five, Team Penske's Joey Logano gets in on wins. Paul Wolf as a crew chief, stellar twenty twenty, stellar stellar start. He like he won like fifty percent of the first race of the first few races. Looks like he was going to be on the road to just dominating the season. COVID happened. Didn't really shine after we came back from the pandemic, did he? He, he wasn't really, he was just there. He was just there. Three <laughs> yeah. wins of the season, four DNFs, but Joey Logano gets in on wins and carries on the momentum coming out of 2020 into 2021 with crew chief Paul Wolf there in the number 22, Pennzoil Ford for Roger Pinsky. All right, number six. Ryan Blaney. Okay, good pick. And this guy, I'm going to say, well, judging by looking at I pulled up the NASCAR app here, and I'm looking at it here. The last four seasons of his, he's only had one win every single season. Oh, that's okay. I think he gets in on points. I don't think he gets a win this year. Ooh. Yeah, I think Ryan Blaney sneaks in on points on this one. Okay. So that's my first guy that I'm going to say gets in on points. That's your first guy who gets in on points. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, my next one is a guy who gets in on wins, no surprise here, but only had one last season. Surprisingly enough, Martin Truex Jr. Oh, okay. He, he gets in on wins, but has three DNFs and one at Martinsville last season. So, so didn't have a Martin Truex Sr. In fact, everybody but Denny Hamlin didn't have the Joe Gibbs season that Joe Gibbs thought he would have. Usually a powerhouse team goes out there as a threat every week, and only Hamlin was a, a threat during, during parts of the year, but not the whole year. But I think Martin Truex Jr. comes back. Him... Him and crew chief James Smalls goes there and takes care of business and figures out 2021. He gets in on wins. He's my number six seed. Okay. Number seven. Kyle Busch. Okay. Kyle and Bush. I, I'm with you. I think he gets in on wins, but I'm going to go out and say he gets two wins this season. I'm not going to predict how many wins the driver will. Or I'm going to say he's going to get on wins, but it's only going to be two. I mean, at, at, before this, I, I thought about him and I was like, after judging from last season, I was like, maybe he's just going to get on points. But I'll give him a bit of a doubt. I think he does get it on wins. You think he gets in on wins? Okay. Yeah, we'll, I think he will get it on wins. I, I think win. he will, too. All right, number seven. Number seven. This is going to be one of those crazy ones. But I think you'll like this. Oh, you're ready for it. You're ready for <laughs> I'm it. I'm waiting. You're waiting for it. Okay. Got promoted from the 95 car up to the 20 car. Full time in the Joe Gibbs stable. The driver in the number 20 car for Joe Gibbs Racing, Christopher Bell, and he does it on wins. He has veteran crew chief Adam Stevens coming from Kyle Busch going over to that team, helping to develop that a little more. Took Eric Jones' spots at the end of the season. But crew chief, the crew chief is the big one selling point for here for me. Adam Stevens, 
championship winning crew chief with Kyle Busch, knows how to get the job done, knows how to work with the car and manipulate the car and make it work for the driver. Now he's going from the farm team of Joe Gibbs Racing and Levain Family Racing to the big leagues. Mm-hmm. This is his chance to shine. He, I think he had a pretty decent rookie year. He came, people When he came up, people were expecting him to win every race. It's not the way it works. But at the same time, I think Christopher Bell gets his first win this year, probably before even Matt Benedetto. Ooh, wow. Because he's going to come out and prove himself in that 20 car. That 20 car is a winning car. Eric Jones has won a handful of races in that car. So that team knows how to win. That team knows how to do it. Adam Stevens knows how to crew chief. And it's Joe Gibbs' top-running car. I think Christopher Bell, number seven for me, Christopher Bell. Hang on, let me look back at my list real quick because, oh. yep, nope, I don't have him on there. Oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. I do not have Christopher Bell yeah, on Christopher there. Christopher Bell makes it to the playoffs. My next driver was Martin Truex Jr. Okay. And I... It's tough uh, to... It is, I think he will get in I think on it, a win. I think in everybody's playoff bracket, if you don't have all four Joe Gibbs cars in there, you don't know what you're doing. Right. This is, team is great. This, this team is where Hendrick was a few years ago. Mm-hmm. They're coming out there, and you can't count them out. I don't care who's in the, any of those cars. But if you don't count Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin, Martin Drex Jr., and now Christopher Bell as contenders at every race... Not potential contenders, the fact that they could go out there and win any race. It's winter time. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit BlackHillsEnergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Bakers, fresh for everyone. At any given time, you're crazy. You are 100% crazy. Call me crazy. Christopher Bell is not in my playoffs. Well, Christopher Bell was in mine. In fact, every Joe Gibbs driver is in mine. I tell you, they're, they're going to be a winning game combination, switching up a few things. I think they got, I think they got what they need to do coming up here soon i really do okay i like that number eight for me oh another <laughs> one of those we gotta wait and see but this is my this is my prediction here because this has to go tie in right with joe gibbs racing nba star michael jordan coming down oh denny hamlin teaming up and making his own team with michael jordan with a driver who's expectations are high but he hasn't met that mark in any race that he's been in in any team at the cup level but with joe gibbs back to equipment michael jordan behind the wheel behind the helm i should say with denny hamlin bubba wallace gets in and he gets in on wins are you really going bold today i tell you what bubba wallace we've said it so many times this is his time to sink or swim this is his time to sink or swim 
Joe Gibbs Racing Equipment. This guy is going from Petty Enterprises, a C team, to a team coming out of the crate as an A running team equipment rise. Mm. And with the engineers that they have going on, guys, I'm just telling you, Bubba Wallace gets in and he does it with wins. And that's all of Joe Gibbs racing I have in the, and I'm going to even count them. I know they're 23 XI racing, but they're Joe Gibbs racing. They're just under a cloak. Let's just say <laughs> that. They're under a cloak. That's a good one. But Bubba Wallace gets in on wins. Number That's number eight for me. Wow. I know. I don't have him in there. I'm making some bold predictions here myself. I can't I, wait to hear your. Bold I honestly hope that he proves me wrong and gets in and gets in with a win, but I don't think that even he even comes close. To be honest, and I, I might eat my words here. Come what October? I mean, I, I would the, love for him to prove me wrong after 26 races. If I tell you what, if he's not coming in, I might just do another random giveaway or do something that punishes me. But I think he gets in, and I think he gets in on wins. I really do. We'll okay. see. We'll see though. He, it's, it's it's Bubba Wallace after all, and yep. I want to see him succeed. I want to see everybody succeed, but it's Bubba Wallace, the guy who said, "Yeah, we're going to do well in Richard Petty Enterprises this year." No, but we'll see. Bubba no. Wallace, my number eight pick. Okay, mm. eight more to go, Preston. All right. Number nine. The next one, uh, Matt De Benedetto. Okay, I think he gets in on points, but I think he does a little bit better than he did last year. So I think he comes close to winning. But I think he gets a little bit more top he 10 got, finishes. He got in on points this this last season. Yeah, I don't think he gets the win, but I think he gets closer to winning this time see, Here's what's wrong with Matthew Benedetto now. He has to prove himself out there. This is his last season in that car. If he has a prayer and a chance, because now we all know Austin Sindrick, not Anthony Alfredo, is going to that car at the start of 2022. Where's Brackislowski going at the end of the year? He signed a one-year deal. He might move. Mm-hmm. If that two car opens up, if that 12 car opens up, if that 22 car opens up, and he wants to stay in that Penske pipeline, he's got to prove himself. Yeah. That two car is not going to go just to anybody. But I tell you what, if Matt DiBenedetto does not beat Matt DiBenedetto, he might have a good shot at a top ride next year. But Matt Benedetto can't beat himself, and he's got to run consistent and show the team owners out there, the Hendricks, the Gibbs, everybody, that he is a winning car who can run consistently every week. And it really helps for him to be in a, cha- in a hunt for the championship at mm-hmm. the end of 35 races. But I agree with you. Matt Benedetto needs to not beat Matt Benedetto. Yeah, I think he runs a little bit more consistently this year. And like I said, he will get in on points. I don't think he's going to get a win, but I think he's going to get – a little bit closer than what we've seen in past. Yeah, I think he, he will. I think there's going to be a couple more times where he has that chance to get that victory. Even this year, he didn't really impress me to yeah. the point of like, oh wow, he, he's he's got a top ride coming. No, he's really got to not. He's got to really prove himself now. You thought the pressure was on when you didn't have a ride coming out of the Vine family racing. Yeah. Now the pressure is really on Matt. Watch out. Mm-hmm. I like to maybe have him on the show one day to talk about that, but. Yeah, yeah, the pressure is on now. If it wasn't on before, it is on now. All right, number nine for me. You've mentioned him on the show, and with the amount of road courses coming up, he's drooling at the bit to get it. Chase Elliott gets in not only on wins, but a significant amount of wins, five wins and three DNFs as the 2020 NASCAR Cup Series champion. 
him and crew chief Alan Gunfinson is starting to figure it out. They're starting to figure it out fast. And if no, if everybody does not keep up, they're going to run w- away with it. And he's going to be the next Jimmy Johnson winning five championships in a row. Everybody better watch out. These guys are on fire. They figured each other out. And they're going to go for beating Jimmy Johnson record of five in a row. It might try to get six in a row. And Hendrick can do it. If anybody could do it, Team Hendrick can do it. Mm-hmm. And if anybody could do it in the Team Hendrick organization at the time, at this moment, it is Chase Elliott and Alan Guffinson. Strong duo right there. Very dangerous strong, duo. Very dangerous. <laughs> Alan Guffinson, former crew chief for Jeff Gordon, he knows how to win. Yep. And he knows how to win with champions. And Hendrick, they're, they're getting ready to restack their deck. And it's going to be in their favor. And, man, Jimmy Johnson left. Not going to affect the organization at all. Jimmy Johnson ran a good run with him. It's Chase Elliott's turn, and people better watch out. Yep, they better. People better watch out. But that's my number nine pick. Preston, number 10. Joey Logano. All right. And I will dare say he does get in on a win. Okay. Just a win. Just a win. I don't feel very confident in him to get multiple wins this time around. Yeah. I don't know that I don't know the twenty two team seems to be struggling a little bit to me. But so is the twelve too. I f- yeah. feel like and the Pensky organization is probably the two that's the best. Yeah. Four hands and out. then I would I would still say Joey Logano's team is ahead of Ryan Blaney's team at this moment, but I mean I, I kinda think they're a little close. I don't I Joey Logano gets in, I'm gonna say just a win. I mean it's gonna be very close. Yeah. If not points. I, no, I, he's going to win this season. I think he will. No doubt win? about. No doubt about that. I got him coming in on wins. Okay, but right. but what do I? I'm just an enthusiastic fan <laughs> who has a podcast. <laughs> Disclaimer. Disclaimer here. We've said that before. All right, my number. My number ten. So Joey Logano, your number ten. My number ten. Twenty twenty one rookie of the year contender. Nine wins in the Xfinity series in twenty twenty. Average finish in the Xfinity series of eight point three nine. Taking the place of retired NASCAR Cup driver Clint Boyer in that number 14 Stuart Haas Racing Ford on wins, Chase Briscoe. Man, you were really... Chase really? Briscoe. That team <laughs> oh, wow. will has some new blood coming in. Boyer was a great driver, but something something wasn't there right. And Boyer saw the writing on the wall. Stuart Haas, more so Tony Stewart, struck while the iron was hot with Chase Briscoe. Who's the next big thing in NASCAR coming up in the Cup Series? A rookie going in. He's gonna. I'm not gonna give you how many race wins he's gonna have, but Chase. This is Chase Briscoe's time to get out there and continue that nine wins and carry that over. Yeah, it's the Cup Series. Races are gonna be twice as long. Five hundred, you know, from 300 laps to 500, 250 miles to 500 miles. I think he could do it. He's going to be physically ready. He's going to be mentally ready. He's going to have a good team behind him. A winning car. A winning organization. This is just the equivalent of, of what Christopher Bell is doing going to that 20 organization and Joe Gibbs. Chase Briscoe is going into an established winning history team. Chase Briscoe in on wins as a rookie. He gets into the playoff. We, seen wow. it with, we saw it with Cole Custer this season in the 41 car this last season. Yeah, he didn't do so hot. Did he deserve Rookie of the Year just based on him getting in, in the playoffs? No. But that's another topic. That's another debate. But that for, that Stuart Haas racing team, good backing. Chase Briscoe on wins. Go ahead. 
fine. Go ahead. Argue with me on that. <laughs> I, I don't think you can. I don't think anybody can. Well, I, I mean, I, I really, I don't have anything for you. I'm just, I'm in shock right now. Or what's going on? Uh, well, I mean, trust me, I'll, I'll throw shock in at the end, but I don't have Chase Briscoe on mine. And you made a pretty good point for it, but for him, but I'm not going to change mine. I don't think he gets in. But my next pick is Alex Bowman, and I think he gets in on multiple wins. Um, okay, okay, I can live with that. <laughs> I mean, he's going from the 88 car. The 88 car is now going to become the five car with Kyle Larson. But I'm not there yet with him. Why do you pick Alex Bowman? I think he's um, he's showing a little bit more promise now. We he seemed a little slow for the first, you know. First couple of seasons, and that's fine. I think he's starting in to get. He's going to start getting in that groove now. And now that he's going, his car number is going to be the forty-eight. He's going to have to prove a little bit more now. Yeah, I think he knows he's got to step it up now. I mean, the eighty-eight. Yeah, that used to be Dale Junior's number, yeah, but you're going to, to the Dale, forty-eight. But you're, now you're going to the, the number of a seven-time champion. Yeah, that's like jumping into a three or a forty-three car. Exactly. I think mm-hmm. Alex Bowman gets in on. A, I'm going to say multiple wins. Multiple wins. Which huh? could mean two or more. <laughs> more than one. Let's more just say than more, one. more than one win. Let's just say that. All right. My number 11. I love hyping these up for you to try to make you guess what it is. I'm going to cover it up. Average finish in 2020 of a 14.75, but only one DNF. This is his last year in that car to prove himself. And we've hinted on him earlier in the show. And this is his time to not beat himself and go out there and do it. But he doesn't do it on wins. He doesn't get his first career win, at least in the first 26 races of the regular season. Driver to number 21 car for the Wood Brothers, Matt Benedetto gets in, but on points. He doesn't get his first career win in the first 26 races. He might get it in the last 10, but I don't foresee it in the first 26 unless something changes in his mindset. Mm-hmm. Unless something changes in his luck, there are 39 other guys who want it just as bad. But this is his time to prove himself as a top-tier Cup Series driver in free agency for the 2022 season. Matt Benedetto, my 11th pick on points. I like it. Number 12. Tyler Reddick. No. Really? Yep. I debated Tyler Reddick, but I said no. I don't think he does yep. it. Richard Childress has... He gets in on points. Okay. Tyler okay. Reddick will sneak in on points. Okay. I have confidence in this man this year. Yeah, he had five DNFs last year. He was a rookie. But I have confidence in him. Three top fives last year. Oh, good for him. So, I think he gets in on points. I think he's going to work it out. All right. Tyler Reddick. But don't worry, that's not... The big shocker yet. You just wait. Well, Tyler Reddick was a pretty big <laughs> shock, man. I don't know. That was a shock to my system here. All right. My number 12. Been racing in the Cup Series since the late since late 2000. Made his first career start in late 2000. Rookie of the Year contender in 2001. One career championship back in 2004. Has one, had one win last season. Five DNFs. And at least one win in the past seven years in the Cup Series. He gets in on wins with Crew Chief Matt McCall, Kurt Busch. He does it on wins, and he gets it done more than once, I'd dare say. He's hungry, and he's developing well in that, with that Chip Ganassi organization. I think Kurt Busch gets in on wins, and he might not be a good contender in the championship. We'll wait and see. But if he gets it early, the pressure is off, and then he can focus on the playoffs. 
But Kurt Busch does it for me, gets in on wins too. Okay. That's my next pick, actually. Oh, okay. Well, then carry on. Why did you pick I, Kurt Busch? I think he he's going to step it up. I'm not saying that he doesn't step it up already, but I think the tide is turning a little bit more for Chip Ganassi. Yeah. I think he'll get in on a win. I don't think it'll be multiple. I think Kurt Busch will find a win, but if not, he'll get in on points. He seems to be one of those drivers that is consistent no, for the very, most part. He's very consistent. So, I, I've He's one of two drivers. He's the longest driver I've ever watched. Jimmy Johnson is the one I followed from the start to the finish of his career, and Kurt Busch will go down in that record book as well. As early as I started watching NASCAR, I've seen Kurt Busch. But I tell you what, I think, I think this old cat schools some of them rookies and younger yeah. kids up throughout, mm-hmm. the, throughout the time. All right, number 13. One win in 2020 with five DNFs. Needs to find more, a bit more consistency, I feel. Sometimes he wins, sometimes he doesn't. Just like everybody else. Sometimes he wins, sometimes he doesn't. But I tell you what, last season he wasn't really a highlight marker for me. He didn't go far into the championship, and there was a reason for that, consistency. Crew chief Todd Gordon, the veteran crew chief in Todd Gordon, the driver, the number 12 Penske Ford, Ryan Blaney gets in, does it with wins. Maybe just a win, but I think he needs to find that X factor, that factor that makes him go, okay, this is how you do it. Whether you get it from past champion Joey Logano, Brad Keselowski, or anybody else in the handful of those drivers, that resources you have in that garage, Ryan Blaney needs to find that consistency. He's a great driver. Mm-hmm. Can't take that away from him. But there's something about him that's just not meshing. The gears are off. And as soon as they can find a way to align them, I think Pinsky will be up there in the Joe Gibbs categories when it comes to teams. Okay. But until that happens, until all three legs of the triangle work together, Ryan Blaney's the weak link, in my opinion. I agree with that. And he just needs to find it. Yeah. A couple, oh, nothing, but see, he's been just as long as Chase Elliott, and Chase Elliott's figured it out. Mm-hmm. No excuse, Ryan. You're lucky I gave it to you on wins. <laughs> But five DNFs, we need to work on that. But so did Kurt Busch had five DNFs. Never know. But I think Ryan Blaney gets in and he does it on wins. 14. At least my 14. I don't know what number you're on. Oh, I'm on 15. Okay, you're on 15. Yeah. All right, so I don't have any explanations or stats for this next one. I'll give them to you if you need help with it. Oh, there will not be any for this guy in terms of the Cup Series. This is how I feel. And I'm sticking with it to the end. Chip Ganassi is going to have two people in the playoffs. Ross Chastain is going to get on on points. Okay. Come at me. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything because um, you, you'll, you'll see why. Why? Okay, I'm just going to go ahead and hop to number 16. Rookie, Ross Chastain gets in. Unlike you, though, I say he gets in on a win. Cool. All right. Okay. And here's why. He did great with calling racing. Calling racing. Just great with him. Zero wins, but zero DNFs in his 2020 Xfinity Series. Average finish in the Xfinity Series of 8.24. I think Ross Chastain, Paul Surgeon, and that 42 team make it to the playoffs with a win with teammate Kurt Busch. Okay. All right. I agree with you there. He's, my, he's, he's lower on my list, 
But he's on my list nonetheless, and I was hoping to surprise you with that. Oh, you, you took away the surprise, right, but that's well, okay. That's okay because I have another surprise after that. Okay, so. but I, I tell you, I agree with you there. He's my number sixteen guy, but he's on the list. He definitely is on the list. Okay, all right, all right. I like it. Who's your next driver? We're getting close to the end here. Oh, what's your? What was your fifteen? Or my fourteen? No, you're fifteen because you jumped to sixteen. Yeah, I jumped to sixteen. I'm on fourteen. You're on fourteen, man. Yeah, I'm going to be on sixteen after. We this. We need to have a clicker. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be on my last driver after this. It's okay. I'll be on my last driver after you're done with your last driver. You went. It doesn't matter. Okay, well then let's. It doesn't matter. Your, it doesn't matter. Yours is. <laughs> okay, I like bashing this driver. <laughs> <laughs> I, already, I think I know where this is going. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of his. Yep. Only because. I just feel he's been handed a lot. Ah, yep. I know what's exactly going now. He did worse than Daniel Hamrick a couple years ago. Hamrick gets to boot. However, has some shining moments throughout his career. Daytona 500, Coke 600. Last year was Texas. But I still feel like this guy can somehow surprise me. I feel like he will this season. Him and crew chief Justin Alexander. And that iconic number three car from Richard Childress Racing. Austin Dillon gets in. However, unlike last year where we got in with that one win at Texas, gets in on points. But like Ryan Blaney, he needs to find that X factor. Richard Childress Racing has went from the tippity top of the NASCAR world to, I dare say, a B-C-plus team. There's something there that isn't clicking with Richard Childress that they need to figure out. And they will one day, I feel, Maybe with that, if I memory serves me right, they got something going on with Hendrick, which we never thought we'd see. But at the same time, they need to figure something out. I feel like they can figure something out. Austin Dillon and Ty Reddick have proven themselves in the Xfinity Series. They have yet to prove to me in the Cup Series that they deserve to be there. Heck, I think Daniel Hemrick should be driving that A-car still. I still feel like that. I feel like Hemrick was a better driver than Austin Dillon. That's neither here or there. Hamrick's not in the Cup Series. Dylan is. Dylan gets in, but on points for me. Now, okay. Preston, you're a last driver, and I'll give you my last driver. All right, well, I'm going to throw this out there, and I'm perfectly okay with this because I have the utmost confidence in this team. He finished 23rd in points last year. Michael McDowell is going to get into the playoffs now, this year. Now, that is bold, man. Michael McDowell is either going to A, make it in on points, just barely, or he is going to win at either Daytona or Talladega. That's the I'm only place they got you, a shot at winning at. Yeah, front row. I think Michael McDowell will make the playoffs at number 16. I would give you 50 bucks. I'll personally say it right now. I'll give you $50 if come playoff time, Michael McDowell makes it on a win. I'll just, I'll have, just hand it to you on the camera. <laughs> I have the utmost confidence Wow. Two DNFs last season. No, he didn't have any top five or top tens. Decently consistent driver in the midfield. I think they're starting to figure things out at front row. They really are. Watch out. Now, it might throw things off when the next gen car comes out. I I really But if it throws it off, I feel like it's going to throw it off maybe a degree. I believe Michael McDowell will make the playoffs by the skin of his teeth on points. Wow. That's a bold prediction. That is a very, very bold prediction. I've thought what, about that. What they that say for on bold dodgeball? Bold move, God. That's a bold see, move, God. Let's, let's see if it pays off. Let's see if it pays off. <laughs> I don't know, man. I like the boldness, though. I like yeah. that. All right. 
My final pick. Well, not my final. He's my 15th route because I skipped to Ross Jastain as my final pick. One win last season, four DNFs. One in California last season, replacing Jimmy Johnson, an iconic 48 car. We talked about him earlier in the show with crew chief Greg Ives, Alex Bowman, but he doesn't do it on wins. He does it on points. I could agree with that. Going to a new team, the pressure's on, and he might not even feel any. And he might surprise me and win nine races and become the Harvick of this season. But I feel like he needs to adjust to a new team as far as 48. He's been with Hendrick all of his career for the most part. But I think Alex Bowman gets in not on wins but on points. Okay. I'm, I'm okay with that. And it's going, to be, it's going to be interesting to watch all these races this season. And I can't wait to compare our notes because you won last year. One last year, and I'm curious to I'm see. I'm gonna if I make be- sure I save these. Yeah, yeah, you right gotta make sure cause... to save them. All right, little last minute stuff before we move on to our final thoughts here. Rookie of the year predictions. Two rookies eligible for the rookie of the year: Chase Briscoe, Anthony Alfredo. Chase Briscoe running for Stuart Haas Racing, and Anthony Alfredo going in that full time Cup ride at Front Row Motorsports. Who wins rookie of the year? I'm gonna start off with you, uh, Chase Briscoe. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Chase Briscoe. It's just it's weird to think that there's now, only two rookies. And, and that used to be such a fun race to do. But what after last year's when Cole Custer won, mm-hmm. only because he made it into the playoffs. Yeah. Because what I thought it went to the end of the year, and they took their 10 best finishes, and they averaged them together. That's how it used to be. Mm-hmm. But the second he got into the playoffs, he won Rookie of the Year. That didn't sit well with me. Yeah, they. I think. Yeah, they, they did used to do it like that. It used to be like a points thing, right? It used to be the best finishes. They took their ten best finishes. Okay. And for instance, we'll take the two thousand one. I don't know the exact points, but Matt Kenseth and Dell Junior. Braced for rookie of the year, and Matt Kenseth won because his his best ten finishes were better than Junior's best ten finishes. Mm-hmm. That's how rookie of the year used to be. It used to be so much more fun. But I'm with you, Chase Briscoe winning. Rookie of the Year honors in that 14 Stuart Haas Racing Ford over Anthony Alfredo. I I agree with you, buddy. It's going to be interesting to watch them two develop. Yeah, for sure. Because Alfredo has nothing to worry. No, Alfredo does have something to worry about because he's going to be looking for a better car come 2022. Where that will be, I don't know. Silly season's a crazy thing. It starts sometimes even before the green flag drops at Daytona. Mm-hmm. And it definitely goes on after the checker flag in the last race of the season, which I think this year is still Phoenix. I believe it is, too. Not crazy about that. I still think they should try and change it every year. Like, we should at least end at a different track every year. I, I, think, that would, I, I think that would make it a little bit better. Yeah. Have tracks bid on who wants to. Yeah. A Bristol race would be a fun race. Mm-hmm. A different track every year. That's right. End. I agree with you, buddy. But you have anything else? That was our 2021 Who's going to make the playoffs? And um, like I said, I did this last year, and I knew the time was coming, and I couldn't wait. And it's still coming, and it's going to be a lot of fun, man. Nope, nothing else. I'm just I'm I'm very confident in my picks. I'm excited for this. Well, we'll just have to wait and see. Last year you beat me barely, but you beat me. I think you had an eighty percent average, and I had a seventy five percent. So it should be interesting to watch either way, bud. Oh yeah, for sure. I can't wait. 
Can't wait either, bud. But you have anything else before we go into our final thoughts here? Uh, nope. Well, what we're going to do is listen to a Fanatics read and some ad reads from the Unhinged Sports Network. This is In the Marbles, and we'll be right back after this. All right, Preston, before I wanted to get into our next segment here, I wanted to remind all the fans out there listening on your regular podcast platform or on the Unhinged Sports Network about our partnership with Fanatics, where you could get all your sports gears needs ready for the 2021 season. For me, NASCAR, I'm buying some NASCAR T-shirts, hats, and getting ready to go to Daytona and support the teams there and support NASCAR. But not only just NASCAR. You could get any hockey stuff. I get Washington Capitals gear there all the time. I get. Uh, I just ordered some more Vegas stuff off no, of there. See, you could get anything you need for any team that you want on Fanatics.com. If you head over to our Partners tab on, at InTheMarbles.net, all the way at the bottom, you'll see a link to our Fanatics page, and it'll start you off at NASCAR, but then you could branch off and go anywhere you want. That's InTheMarbles.net under the Partners page for Fanatics and Anything will help out the Unhinged Sports Network. And if you want to listen to the Unhinged Sports Network, you can head over to unhingedsn.com or just click under the Unhinged tab at intomarbles.net and click on the link and it'll take you right there. That's unhingedsn.com. Go check them out. White flag, white flag, white flag. One lap to go, one lap right here. All right, our favorite part of the show, final thoughts here at In the Marbles on this, our 69th episode, uh, Almost Era 70, buddy. Close. That is close, man. We're doing great. I want to thank everybody again for all the support they give us on the Unhinged Sports Network and their regular podcast platform. We really appreciate it. We're seeing those numbers climb steadily, and thanks to you guys just for listening to us every week. Ramble about racing. Oh, ramble about racing. That would have been a good podcast name. That would have. Uh, that's that's what we call a missed opportunity, folks. And somebody else could take that and run with it and create yeah. their own podcast. But we have to be teamed. We have to be teamed up there <laughs> because we came up with the name. All right, Preston. Final thoughts here. Who you want to start off with? Driver of the week, or you want to go to for, what do we say was forgotten racetracks? Yeah, man, I can't remember what we had called it. It was like forgotten raceways or something like that. Yeah, I don't have my notebook here, but forgotten racetracks. We'll just go in our racetrack profile, our forgotten racetrack profile. Here. Yeah. There you go. And our racetrack this this week is sometimes known as RIR, but it isn't the Richmond International Raceway. No, this is Riverside International Raceway, otherwise known as Riverside Raceway or just simply Riverside. And Riverside Raceway was a motorsports racetrack and road course established in the Edgemont area of Riverside County, California, about 50 miles east of Los Angeles. The raceway became part of the newly incorporated by the city of Moreno Valley. Riverside is noted to be as its hot for its hot and dusty environment and for being somewhat a complicated and dangerous track for drivers. It was also considered one of the finest tracks in the United States. The track was in operation from September 22, 1957 to July 2, 1989, with the last race being the Budweiser 400. $5, Preston. Who won the Budweiser 400? What years was this? 1989. I don't know. Rusty Wallace won oh. the last race there. Mm. And after final race, a shonen version of the circuit was kept open for car clubs and special events until 1989. It hosted not just NASCAR, but IMSA, Formula One, Grand Prix in 1960, and the IndyCar World Series from 1981 to 1983 was a 3.3-mile asphalt road course with nine turns, and its lap record was Elliott Forbes Robertson Nissan IMSA team 
with a one minute, 10 second lap. It's NASCAR lap record was is held by Ricky Rudd in 1988 at an average speed of 118 miles an hour. So a very fast road course. And that is your track profile this week here and in the Marvels Riverside Raceway there in California. That would have been fun to watch. It sounded like a fun track. Yeah, it did. All right, Preston. My second favorite part of the show, who is our driver of the week this week here and in the Marbles? Driver of the week, we'll keep it a little bit in the NASCAR world here since we went over some predictions, or should I say playoff predictions. That's right. Brian Vickers. That's a name you haven't heard in a while. That is a name you have not heard in a hot minute. Born October the 24th of 1983. Last drove the number 14 Chevrolet for Stuart Haas Racing as an interim driver in the Sprint Cup Series. For the injured Tony Stewart. He won the 2003 NASCAR Bush Series Championship driving for Hendrick Motorsports. He was also among the first series of full-time drivers for Toyota when the manufacturer first entered the Sprint Cup Series. His first race came at the 2003 UAW GM Quality 500 there at Charlotte. And his last race was the 2016 Duck Commander 500 in Texas. He scored his first career win in the Cup Series in the 2006 UAW Ford 500 at Talladega, as we all remember that one. Oh, my gosh. What a crazy <laughs> victory what, that yeah, was. Yeah, that was. His last win came in 2013 Camping World RV Sales 301 at Loudon, New Hampshire. Over his Cup Series career, he ran 323 races over 14 years, scoring a total of three wins, 78 top 10s, and 12 poles, with his best points finish coming 12th in 2009. Brian Vickers, your driver of the week here at In the Marbles. Well done, man. Thank you. Well, that about wraps up our show. But before we leave, we're getting up to our 70th episode, man, our season three, and we got a giveaway. We do. We have a giveaway. And if you're watching YouTube, you will see what the giveaway is. It is a, it's either one or two cars. It's a two cars, but you could you could win one or two of them. Mm-hmm. You could either win a 2019 race version 164 scale Chase Elliott car. It looks like maybe from Michigan or something. I don't know exactly what race this was in offhand. But a nice little race version 164 scale diecast or a 2020 Kyle Busch 164 scale diecast. Big big items there on Twitter. Everybody's giving them away. I figured we ought to jump on the bandwagon and give them away too. And the rules are simple to enter, and the rules will be posted online. So on our Twitter page, so if you go to twitter.com forward slash marbles in at marbles in and follow us on there, you'll see the rules on there. And the rules are pretty simple, Preston. If you want the Kyle Bush car, you just retweet with the hashtag Bush and you will be entered in for the Kyle Bush car. If you want to chase Elliot car, hashtag Elliot. Mm-hmm. And you'll enter in for that. Retweet it and uh, what do we say? A week? Yeah. We'll give them away on our 70th episode. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we'll give these away next week. So if you want to be entered in for that, just look for Twitter. Look for the rules on Twitter and be entered in to win one of these two cars. And um, really nice if you're a diecast collector or just getting into it or just have a kid or something. Really cool pieces right there if you want them. So, And they'll also be on Facebook if you want to check it out on Facebook and be entered in for those. But drawings will be next week. And uh, looking forward to that for our 70th episode. Yep. It'll be a lot of fun. But Preston, you have anything else before we wrap it up here on the show? Nope, nothing else. Oh, man, well, it was great seeing you, man. I'm glad you're doing well. Hope everybody out there is doing well at all. And with that being said, we're just going to go ahead and wrap up the show. 
I'd like to thank everybody so much for tuning in to us this week here at In the Marbles. Make sure to go to inthemarbles.net for all the links to our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. I want to thank our partners, Dr. Squatch, Flag and Anthem, Stand Up to Cancer, Fubo, and Fanatics for all they do, not only for In the Marbles, but also for the Unhinged Sports Network. For Preston Lude, I'm Matt Beamer. Thank you again so much for tuning in to us this week. Stay safe, and we'll see you on Episode 70 next week. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.